0: Welcome to Random Movie Generator. Welcome, David. Hello, you. How how are you, sir? Are you good? Are we all I'm wrong, very good today? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, Mandy is in Tenerife. Well, that's
1: not good. I didn't get an email about that. So she's just randomly gone off well what? What happens? I don't understand. I mean, she just no, got to Tenerife. She,
0: you were with us. We went out for a drink after the last podcast, and she said to you, she looked you in the eye and said, "I'm going to Tenerife on holiday." Uh, I didn't think she was actually going to go. I mean,
1: how does a, <laughs>
0: What's that?
1: How does a what? robot
0: actually, how did
1: she even manage to transport? I mean, I just humoured her at the time and just carried on having my shots.
2: <laughs> As yeah. As take my
1: tequila drink. I didn't think for a no, second no. she a, why yeah. I would have thought you'd, you'd have put your foot down. You'd have put your, your size 12s down. And Who, me? Why? I think, well, because we've got a podcast to do. She can't just go off to, um, where did you say she'd gone to? Where did you go last week? sir went to um, the um, glorious state of America. Yeah, well, well, then she can go to Tenerife. But not during a, um, an actual calendar-organised podcast event.
0: But you you, uh, you, know what's been going on in her private life.
1: No, not, not to that degree. I thought she'd just gone off to sun herself to put a the, bit of, you know... Um, about t- her uncle. I mean, does she have an uncle? I thought she came, came off a conveyor belt. She's a robot. She's not part of a genetic yeah, she's biological got an group. Un- she's got an uncle. What, a, a lesser generation of fridge that she's connected you've, to? You've met her uncle? When? In the warehouse where she lives, unknowingly? I mean, He wasn't plugged in, he was just an object in the background.
0: I mean, I've never been introduced to an uncle. You have? You know, we were at <clears> dinner. <throat> oh, yes, yeah. And Mandy came. Yes, the three of us around the table having shots. And that... Five foot rocket rolled into the restaurant with a yellow tip. I
1: thought that was just to celebrate someone's birthday. Like no, a that's
0: her uncle. He's I mean, very quiet. It right, well, like a he was ill, and he's died.
1: Had he died during the meal? Was it during in the restaurant? No. It was after the meal. He, he passed away. We didn't say anything. Well, to he passed
0: him. away two weeks ago.
1: Was he ill during the mill? Because he just wasn't. I thought it was just an inanimate
0: object. Anyway, large... <laughs> anyway, look, we'll talk about this. <laughs> I'll tell you after. Sorry, everybody. No, the our uncle's died, which is why she needed time out to go to Cenere.
1: Are they burying him or, what they doing, or putting him in a museum? What happens to a robot? With it, Also, the other thing is, if a robot dies, it's because no one can't be bothered to get their checkbook out because, you know, you can just be rejigged with a new circuit board. If I died, you can't, you know, recreate me. But with a robot, it's a case of, well, no one can be bothered to give you a new motherboard. Well, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, maybe she wants to turn up, do a podcast, earn some cash, and then, you know, bring her... Uh, her weapon uncle robot uh, figure
0: uh, back to life. I'm just thinking of someone who hasn't downloaded this before.
1: Oh, yeah, quite a similar
0: <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you're dealing with
1: robots, isn't it? You know, it's a new terrain. But Listen, I'm saying a robot can never I don't drive. like the way
0: your attitude is. Oh, well, maybe she should have done that. We're talking about an uncle that has died.
1: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I suppose, you know... Um... I am respectful to... I'll give the uh, the robot a minute's silence. Not now, it's a podcast. That'd be bad etiquette for the
0: uh, listeners. David, what time... I just like knowing. What time do you usually enter a cinema?
1: Oh, it really depends on the actual um, schedule of the film and when I'm free. Do you know what I mean? I can watch a film in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening.
0: So I've just got an uh, Amazon... Um... Oh, that's always exciting. Amazon delivery, a parcel yeah. away. Shall I have a look? Oh, by all means. I don't think it'll be for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, what time on... If I say to you, which time do you normally... What's the most common time you would enter the doors of a cinema?
1: At probably 7 o'clock, after dinner time. 7 o'clock, after dinner. Uh, what... Trailer 7.30, out your pop, nine ten o'clock. Have a chat about the film... And um, then it's time for belly buys. But, you know, um, you want to always make sure you sleep before midnight, I say, because after midnight, you don't get a decent night's
0: sleep. That's true. I agree with that. I think even, do you know, for me, even past 10 past 11, I start. Yeah, you're go, probably right. You only need like a, a an owl to keep you awake for the next 50 minutes, and then you, you, your night's... Nice. Once you, once you start creeping over midnight, it gets problematic. Yeah. So you like to get your cinema doings out the way by half past nine? Absolutely, yeah.
1: I don't like a, a late viewing. I prefer like an early morning one than a really late one. Do you do early morning ones? Not that much because it doesn't really keep in with, you know, your day-to-day routine. Yeah. But I'd happily go to cinema to see a morning
0: one. Definitely. Yeah. And, um... Nice and empty in morning cinema. You, you rarely go to cinema on a Saturday, or do you?
1: It really depends on the people around me a lot of the time. Because I do sometimes, you know, I don't mind going to cinema on your own, but it's a bit sad, you know, you want to talk to people afterwards. Well, I go you to know. football on my own. Well, I think it's, you know, it's, it's fair enough. I mean, I do, I will go to cinema on my own. Do you know what I mean? But it's not ideal. Do you know what no. I mean? It's nice to have a more social experience. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I will sort of allocate time to someone else's schedule. And usually on a Saturday, they're quite busy type of thing. But, you know, if a Saturday's free, I'm, I'm very anthrodextrous, flexible when it comes to... You're very to what? Anthrodextrous. What does that mean, where well, you can move every joint in your body? When it, when it comes to... Um, cinema times and cinema days
0: you I'd, are anthro
1: absolutely I'm like water I'm liquid like a tidal wave I'll come at it either what way like a Bruce Lee kung fu chop do you know what I mean so
0: me? if I said to you today David uh, I'm free this, this evening want to go to the cinema yeah let's go for it pal absolutely would you? yeah so you would anthro yourself
1: like a caterpillar or like you know,
0: <laughs> whatever yeah yeah or yeah. um,
1: I'm trying to think like a uh, a fruit bat I can stand up. Fruit bat, fruit bat can s- suddenly go upside down, can't it? Type of thing. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, that's not the best example. What? What's a creature that can uh, like an octopus type? No, I thing? like
0: a fruit bat. Absolutely.
1: Just my eyes peering through my uh, my wings. Did you go um, last night to the cinema? I didn't, unfortunately, because I've had the
0: lurgy. I mean, oh, you have.
1: And I've been wanting to watch M. Night Shyamalan's new film. Oh, what's that? Um, Cabin in the Woods.
0: Ooh. Which? Um, what do you know about it? This isn't got, going to be your movie tip, is it?
1: No, it's not going to be um, my movie tip. It's, um, it's not called Cabin in the Woods. It's called, yeah. uh, quite embarrassingly, what a nightmare. Do you know what? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I can just hear viewers just leaving. Knock at the Cabin. Closing knock at the Cabin. Not Cabin in the Woods. That's a 2011 horror. Yeah. Knock at the Cabin um, stars David uh, Dave Baptista, the well-known wrestler. And um, it's getting very strong reviews for
0: him. Is it? <coughs> Very strong reviews. Uh-huh. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I've just looked at Knock at the Cabin here. 2.8 ratings.
1: That's surprising because... Um, Empire gave it four. The Guardian gave it four. Whoa,
0: and Peter Commode, Bradshaw gave it two.
1: Uh, the Guardian usually have more than one critic um, looking at it, but Peter Bradshaw is their main critic, and he's only given it two. So at the moment, I've got the name wrong, and um, on the whole, the reviews aren't as strong as I thought. Mark Kermode didn't go crazy for it, but um, he certainly said it was one of... Um, uh, M
0: Night Shyamalan's better films, and can also, I can I ask you a question, Dave? Or, or wild a question. I would love to spend an episode focusing on M Night Shyamalan's films. Oh God, I would. Cause Cause I, absolutely. I, don't I know hope much I about do them, better but than but I'm doing right now. Why does he excite me?
1: <laughs> it's because he's like um, he's got that old school Twilight Zone, Spielberg '80s vibe, but it's mixed in with a modern setting. <clears throat> it's got that kind of um, style of cinema that you don't get as much these days. Definitely.
0: Yeah. And how many how many movies is it made? And what percentage are good? Would you say? <coughs> sorry, that's right. Could you please stop coughing? I oh, know it's not ideal. Is it? It's not. You've got a little buggy work. wuggy, haven't you? Cough bug. I,
1: I have slightly, but do not worry; it'll not become um, an issue for this podcast. No,
0: I'd love you to cough loads actually in this. Well, not I wouldn't, but you know, if you need to cough, cough.
1: Um, I'm, not, I'm having a look now. How many he's actually done uh, films-wise, and um, as a director, uh, I think he's done 18 now. I would say one third of them are good. Um, so let's have a look. He's done one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. He's done 15 films. Oh, no, um, is... 16, because there was one called... Um, uh, do you know he did two before Sixth Sense? Praying fa- with Anger and Wide Awake. There were two sort of spiritual-based coming-of-age
0: films. Lot of people... Tom, Tom Imele has said in the comments box, David, this is nice. He takes big swings, and he's been on a bit of a comeback in recent years. I like that. He takes big <clears throat> swings.
1: He does take big swings of genre films, you're quite right. I think the key with him is what he started to do is um make low budget genre films which he finances and then gets someone to distribute. Right. So um <coughs> it's a case whereby um,
0: I'm gonna have to edit all these coughs out.
1: Oh, I do apologize. No, no, oh, I, was I, was I was just saying that
0: th- to myself. What also, a I was desi- just saying under my breath?
1: Do not worry. I'll keep the coughs to an absolute zero.
0: Uh, really well.
1: He does take massive swings. They don't always work, work. Like things like "Lady in the Water." That was a handful. And I remember the actual um, company. I think "Lady in the Water." It was the original studio. Uh, the script was so crazy about the uh, the mermaid character, which um, Bryce Dallas Howard plays that the actual studio asked him to rewrite it. And he just said, no, he wouldn't. And then a a completely different studio had to take it off him and make it instead. So it is big, big swings. But I think what he's learned since doing the the, the Will Smith film he did, um, which was, uh, what was that one called? That was, um, I believe uh, that was a massive budget film. And uh, the studio took it over and it lost loads of money. It really hurt his career. And ever since, he's always financed his own movies. Right. He's kept them to a very low budget. It's a very similar to what Jason Bloom does, the horror producer. He only works with very sort of low, middle budget productions, so he can be really creative with his concepts. Well, in actual fact, the most recent films um, Jason Bloom and M Night Shyamalan have worked together.
0: David, I spoke to a friend of mine uh, last week, and he oh, yes. said. He absolutely loves this podcast, loves listening to you, and, and gets so excited when the new one drops that he feels like he has to savour every minute of it. Well, <clears throat> that is... An How does that make you feel? He absolutely loves listening to you
1: superb absolutely just a dream come true to absolutely hear that because i feel as though i'm um, i'm a bear on hot coal today i'm trying to come up with these m night
0: Shyamalan facts and i'm kind no, of that's no, it's fine thing. if he's listening now he's i think you i think you've met him he's called mike could you just sing him a little song because it, it'll be over the moon if he he doesn't know this is coming so he's listening to you when he's walking down the street and you're about to sing directly into his brain
1: mike mike believe the hype i'm here to chat to you about life you're tiptoeing down the pavement like top cat at a 70s cartoon show and i'm here with you in your heart in your mind in your soul mike, 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 mike. mike. believe in the hype 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 it's all about hoping for a new life through cinema Mike, 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 Mike. Mike, Mike. believe in the hype, hype, hype. Hype, hype. hype. It's all about believing in yourself and embracing cinema. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. believe in the the hype, hype, hype. hype.
0: hype.
1: It's all about believing in yourself and embracing cinema. Mike, 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 Mike. Believe in the hype, <laughs> hype, hype. It's all about believing in yourself and embracing cinema.
0: And that film, was <laughs> that's familiar. the best song we've ever made. I hope I'm gonna I write I just that. I might try and write that. <laughs> it sounds like a, a carpet
1: commercial from the 80s. I don't know if it's exists. No, 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 it doesn't. Absolutely, it does exist. It's After Earth, the, uh, the Will Smith film. Okay. He made, that was a big budget movie. It did really poorly. It put him in, into film director jail. After that, he did The Visit, which he financed himself with his own money. And um, do you remember that was a found footage film with the um, uh, psychopathic grandparents uh, who were no. looking after young kids? That's yeah. worth watching. The Visit is the uh, M. Night Shyamalan Renaissance,
0: basically. Okay. right.
1: And okay. then he did Split Glass Old, and now um, his latest one, which is uh, Knock at the Cabin Door. But, right. I mean, um, have you got a favourite M. Night Do
0: you know what? I've hardly watched, <laughs> as is always the case, I've hardly ever watched. I've watched um, The Village. That's a good one. A lot of people don't like that one, but I, I thought this was good. I liked it. Oh, yeah. Uh, obviously Sixth Sense. Uh, the other one, uh, the alien <laughs> one in the back back garden. <clears throat>
1: Oh, Signs, that was great. Yeah, was it great? I think it was great. I thought I had some really good bits. That was when um, Mel Gibson didn't have such a negative connotation to his name and you could enjoy him as an actor.
0: Mike, 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 believe in the the hype, hype, hype. hype. Absolutely, there we go. Okay, thank you, David. Not a problem,
1: not a problem at all.
0: David Edwards movie news okay David have you got any movie news
1: for us this week a lot of moving news uh taking place uh this week one thing I'd say uh <coughs> apologies for the cough there um is um uh, Sylvester Stallone has got a bizarre project coming out in the next few weeks And a lot of people are questioning why he's doing this because he doesn't have any financial issues. But he's doing a TV series called The Stallone Family. And it's by the producers of The Kardashians. And it's a fly on the wall soap documentary about him, his wife, and daughters. And uh, hasn't he? I thought he'd split up from his. Oh, they're back together. Oh, are they? They're back together. And I think that'll be chronicled in the actual uh, TV series. I
0: mean, this feels.
1: Well, a lot of people say they wonder why he's doing it. There might be a lot of pressure by his daughters to give them a profile. Perhaps before he passes away, he has been very open recently about Winkler, the producer, who won't give him any rights to Rocky. He says that you know he's not making any money out of any of the Rocky franchise, but he's not making any money, money unless he's involved with it. No. You know, only if he's paid to actually be an actor or direct it or write it because he has no rights whatsoever. He sold it all to MGM and the producer. But I mean, that doesn't mean he doesn't have money, and he's having to do a reality show. So he feels as though the family are putting a lot of pressure on him. Also, he's doing that. Does he?
0: As he said it, I feel like the family. No, pressure. he doesn't you, at all. Oh, you've. But you just um, said that. He- that's what the Hollywood Reporter is. Oh, saying, okay, right. Because they say right. there's
1: no, um there's nothing that's going to help him in the. Um, in, in the Hollywood hierarchy, by doing that, and he'll be paid well, but it won't
0: help his profile particularly. I mean, we'll we watch it, won't we? Oh God, you're to, you the, all point, over like to a the point, to the point, David, where I think we'd have a new section on here. <coughs> oh, absolutely. S- w- what's Stallone been up to this week?
1: Stallone's family, him and his, um, and they—I uh, shouldn't really say it, really—but they're a, a gorgeous group of girls. Are you allowed to say that? Probably cut that off with a coughing, I think. Maybe edit that out. Yeah, you can say girls are gorgeous. They're fine, isn't it, I think? They're a stunning... Uh, have, we really got to
0: the po- have we really got to the point where we can't say girls are gorgeous? I think maybe, because both of us
1: sat there for a few seconds thinking, what have I just done? No, no, no.
0: Girls are gorgeous. Girls are gorgeous. Girls are gorgeous. I like girls. I They're like bloody... girls. Girls are gorgeous. Girls are gorgeous.
1: There was. Uh, they are gorgeous, quite right. <laughs> I agree maybe cough just thinking about them it was a case of um, there was some video I don't know where I find myself looking at this crazy stuff on YouTube there was a video of, of um, Sylvester He's had his 75th birthday and you saw him come out of the hotel with his wife they're back together again now and his three daughters and you could just tell he was just exhausted by life he was what? smiling You just it's a paparazzi video of him right. and um, so they just it's it's just um, one take, isn't it? Just constantly filming him, following him out from the restaurant. There's no editing. Right. And he just sat down the front of the car of his like massive um, beamer, rubbing his eyes and just saying, God, you must just be absolutely knackered. There's a fantastic documentary of him during COVID re editing Rocky Four that's on YouTube. i saw it. So, We've
0: spoken about it, haven't we?
1: We have. He comes over really well there. has to be said. Yeah. Right down yeah. to
0: earth. Um, imagine being 75 and you're about to. Um... Have a camera crew. What follow you around your house? Seventy-five Insane. years old. You got a why camera you, crew.
1: Why would you want that? Why would you want it? Absolutely not. It's the Kardashian producers. So apparently, that people are saying it's high end and it's Paramount Plus. He's also got a TV show now on Paramount Plus called The Tulsa King, which is actually very, very good. It's a gangster TV show.
0: It's good. Have you watched it?
1: Yeah, it's by Taylor Sheridan, who's a big, big TV producer in America. He wrote, he writes and produces Yellowstone, which is yeah. a Kevin Costner modern-day cowboy show, which is massive. Mm-hmm. It's really big in America, and. Um, it's the same producer of that. And it's a very, very good it's definitely worth watching. It's oh it's um Terence Winter, the guy who wrote Broadwalk Empire as a showrunner of it. And also he wrote a lot of Soprano episodes, so it comes from a good ilk of T right. V
0: writing. And when when does Stallone's Fly on the Wall doc start? I would say it's
1: spring. Mm. So it could be March or April, it okay. comes out. I'm looking oh, forward yeah, to it.
0: I'm, yeah, I know. Oh, and no apparently,
1: his best mate, who comes over most weekends, is Arnie, and he appears a lot. Okay, I'm all over,
0: absolutely all over this. God knows how much we've got might. to have a new section. Oh, absolutely! I'm like a rash. I'm just like I'm all over it. Like you know, I'm sorry, what
1: channel is it again? Paramount Plus. Oh, how'd you get that? Yeah, I know that is a bit of a thing. Well, I guess that's the thing, isn't it? We're suddenly motivated to to start getting onto a brand new streamer.
0: Don't get you talking about streamers. Never never hear the end of it. I know, I'm slightly
1: obsessed with streaming. It's it's a new era, people. We're moving into a new... So it must have been like in this, the late 70s when microwave re, were introduced. You know, people won't be using ovens anymore. It will be about microwaving.
0: Um, Alex B one. has said, um, it's a sly on the wall documentary. Perfect. Mike, Mike, Mike,
1: Mike. Mike believe it's all in the, the hype, hype, hype. hype, hype. hype.
0: Thank you, David, for this week's... Have you got any more new movie news?
1: One other thing I'd say is um, that, that's important. Yeah, Super Bowl is uh, this weekend in America, and that means all the big studios show their ads because sport more and more is... I mean, it's always been important, don't get me wrong, but it's incredibly important now because monoculture has come to an end, which is the idea that we all watch the same things together. Because video streaming, you know, scheduled broadcast TV is very rare that we watch together unless it's sport. So apparently, thirty seconds is um, it costs six million dollars. So because there's so many people watching, it's almost like a Christmas Day event in America. So all the big trailers will be shown over the weekend. God, so um,
0: getting a little, buying a little slot. For us? Oh, absolutely! Just like so 30 you got thirty seconds. seconds on random movie generator. Yeah six million hey, uh, what would what would our advert be we've got 30 seconds in the super bowl and five four three two one go hi my
1: name's hey. da- hi my name's dave edwards and um, David. Th- absolutely and together we like to generate random uh, movie titles and yeah. um uh like football we want to throw you um a celebratory present which is and it's a
0: weekly podcast
1: that's important every week It's a podcast where we interact and we discuss films and we want to enhance your life through cinema.
0: I ask David questions about films and you answer them, don't you?
1: Absolutely. So once a week um, in between your football madness. five,
0: four, three.
1: Thank you. Do listen to us. Please listen to us, please. Six million dollars.
0: (laughs) Six million dollars. I think we've blown it. God, then it cuts to a Starbucks commercial with Natalie Paul. But what if suddenly we've got... Fucking hell, David. We had half a million people listen yesterday.
1: I guess you'd have loads of people for that one
0: month. and then you'd have loads yeah, of people. Yeah, then churn. they'd sod off.
1: Yes, which is a, is a bit of a worry, isn't it? That's a disaster. Maybe you can make some of the money back in that one month. With loads yeah, of money not a money.
0: lot. Not a lot. <laughs> I reckon you'd make back any grand. Oh, God, what a disaster. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much for this week's movie news, David. Not a problem sir, not a problem at all. David Edwards movie review. So, um I think Mike likes this section a lot actually. It's your movie review.
1: Absolutely. What are
0: you review? I've completely forgotten. What are you reviewing this week? It was Greg Morteller's
1: um, Adventureland starring Jesse Eisenberg.
0: Yes, okay. Now, I'm getting a sense here that you're. I quite like this, actually. Oh, yes, it's good. Yeah, definitely. Is it?
1: Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. It's not the greatest thing. Here out we there. go. No, 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 no.
0: It is, it is good. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay.
1: It was very refreshing, very good. It's, it's a style of film that it rarely comes out in the cinema now. It would be a Netflix film now. You know, this kind of comedy drama type of vibe. Very rare. The sort of thing that would come out at the Sundance Film Festival a few years ago type of thing. And What's was it given, about? It's basically about Jesse Eisenberg. Um, at that point in his career, he was very young. He was like in his late teens, early 20s. Um, his working class parents... Well, that's a working class, kind of lower middle class parents. They're going to send him to Europe to go on a holiday in between his holiday break whilst he's at college. Um, but they can't pay for it because they're going through financial issues. It's set in the 80s, by the way. It's very nostalgic. So instead of going to Europe where his sort of intellectual aspirations are, you know, leaving America for the summer, he's got to work at a local um, really second rate theme park. And uh, have to deal with dodgy t- uh, tourists—I say terrorists, there—tourists, and um, and uh, have to uh, uh, earn money basically because his parents are going through, you know, financial issues. So instead of going to Europe, he's stuck at home. It's a coming-of-age comedy drama, and also he falls in love whilst at the theme park with Christian Stewart. Um, <clears throat> is that name Christian Stewart? You're going to have to edit this, mate, because this is just. In- appalling it's just absolutely it's not like i haven't done the research do you know what i mean it's just um
0: you know you know we're recording now
1: i know oh god it's just like it's just an absolute disaster i'm sure i just need i need some kind of cat scan or something do you know what i mean just to uh it's kristen stewart Yeah. is that why i said kristen stewart i shouldn't doubt myself do you know what i mean i'm having to stop the whole thing to doubt it's just like God, you can tell why I'm not with Mark Comeau, can't you? (laughs) uh,
0: You will be. You will be.
1: Well, flipping heck. Thank God I live in the era of the internet.
0: Okay. Because if it
1: wasn't for that... Okay, so let's just carry on. Um, Like it never happened.
0: Kristen (laughs) Stewart... Oh, it happened, son. It um,
1: happened. She starred in the Twilight films and in Panic Room. Who? um, Kristen Stewart did. Who is... um, uh, the love interest of Jesse Eisenberg for Adventureland yeah. and it is very very good very good film indeed
0: is it it's let's let's have a little listen to a bit of Adventureland um, right now I feel
2: like I should uh, tell you tell me what yeah I had I had my heart broken recently um, is that a I don't know I just thought I should tell you that sucks yeah who broke your heart? A girl at school. Yeah, it was typical. I actually, I think there was, I think there was something there. I think we actually had like potential. I don't know, I think she, I think she was afraid. Afraid of what? I don't know, afraid of it being good or something. Was the sex good? She was very sexy. You've been with a lot of girls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we talking about like, uh, like intercourse specifically? yeah 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 um no in that case uh there were actually a few times that i yeah a few times i could have done that but it wasn't it wasn't uh exactly right
1: wait so you're telling me you're a virgin Uh,
2: there were circumstances oh my Um, god (laughs) no i will okay um all right for example uh junior year i was dating this girl uh betsy cook betsy was kind of like um she was kind of a prude actually um anyway one day i was reading uh, shakespeare and I realized, I don't really love this person. It was one of the sonnets, um, uh, being your slave, what should I do but tend upon the hours and times of your desires? And I realized I don't wanna tend to Betsy's hours or her times, I mean, that that doesn't matter. Anyway, I drove to Betsy's house and I was literally about to tell her and that's the night she said she wanted to have sex. Can you believe it? it was the same, you know, it was the same night, so.
0: And you didn't just fuck her anyway?
2: No. So, uh, what about you and, uh, intercourse? Can you stop saying intercourse? Sure. Sure. Uh, I don't know. There was, there were guys in high school, and then, like, there were other ones. Hmm. Were you in love with any of them? No. <sighs> Hell no. Gotcha.
0: Okay. Why would I watch this, David? What would it give me? I think ultimately
1: um, it's very naturalistic dialogue. It doesn't feel like sitcom dialogue, very relatable characters. It really captures that element of um, spending time with a group of people at a weekend or summer job who you wouldn't usually spend time with, but you're pushed together, mm-hmm. and you start to create bonds with, it also kind of captures that kind of first romance, kind of how you can always take things too far, almost get, get lost to- in your own head.
0: Have I ever told you about my first first time that I French kissed a girl?
1: No, not but please do. Please share all. That'd be quite revealing. No, 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 go for it.
0: I went down the end of the... Um, school, um, what do you call it? Playing fields with two other boys. Oh, yes. And three girls. I was 11 years old. I'd never kissed anyone before. I didn't even know. So we all stood in a line. These three boys stood in a line, like, and the girls were sort of over there. And they handed us a note that said, do you know how to French kiss?
1: Blimey, very forward.
0: And I said, no, 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 I did. And I went, yeah, yeah, no, sorry, I like, yeah, yes, yes, I do, yeah. I didn't even, i have never heard of it before. We all, so the girls, one of them in front of us, I was with Joe, I think it was Claire and someone else, and we just started kissing. Wow. Our tongues, our tongues were in each each other's mouths. And um, I didn't know what I was doing in there anyway it lasted like 10 15 seconds a bit awkward um went up the playing field split up and she dumped
1: me I mean that's in te- that's like a Hollywood film in itself in a few
0: in, in one she, break time she dumped me within five minutes i got a message saying uh, Joe wants to dump me
1: that's before text
0: messages so Why would be a she person? Have dumped me. Or technique, maybe something like that. Yeah, but she was 12, 13. What was she doing? What was, hang on, I've never thought about this. <clears throat> what was I doing that was so wrong that made her go, I don't want to be with him? I think there's commitment phobia, isn't it? She
1: wanted to give it, she wanted to ride the bike, but not necessarily take it home and keep it in the shed. It's like, let's give it a go, let's give it a ride around and ring its bell but I don't want to own it, you know what I mean? I don't want to actually you know, have to clean it on a Sunday morning. I don't want any ownership or commitment with it. Why? Because she just wanted a slice of, slice of you, didn't she? She just wanted to sort of... Um, or just she just wanted to put her, her white lab jacket on and just experiment. <laughs> I don't think it's anything personal towards you or anything like that. Okay. I think it's just a case of um, cut all ties.
2: What
0: a, well, what a thing to do, though. Oh, Five absolutely! Five minutes after our first Frenchie. or maybe anyway.
1: she's so clever she wanted to reject you before you rejected her. No, oh, right? Maybe. that's always a a tech, a, a tactic, ladies. Maybe. or not yeah, just yeah, ladies,
0: men as well. <laughs> um. So, Adventureland, David, you you enjoyed it? Absolutely, very relatable. I don't say the other was thing it a is, one sitting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Absolutely one sitting, oh. definitely. After this film, he went on to do... Um, oh, no, no. He did um, Superbad, Greg Mo- uh, Mortella, which um, was a big hit, and this is a film he's always wanted to do. So you can see it's a very, it's got a very personal, intimate element to it, because after Superbad, they said you can do whatever you wanted, and that's what he did. So what has he made? What should I... Um, Superbad was a big one he did... And um, the the last film he did was, um, so let's have a look at, uh, what was the other stuff he, sorry. What, no, no, no. Oh, he did Paul. Do you remember Paul with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost? I mean, I
0: never saw it, but yeah, I remember uh, it being, yeah.
1: Which was, you know, okay, ultimately. Was it? <clears throat> it was okay. I thought it was all right. It was definitely not up with the Edgar Wright stuff, but it was it was, you know, enjoyable.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of competent um stuff, but not to the same extent as the um the three Cornetto films. The last film he did was a new Fletch film. Uh, starring John Hamm, which I haven't seen, but has got very, very good reviews. Right. And some people say it's even better than the actual Chevy Chase films. Uh, is uh, it's adventure Adventureland a comedy, David? It's a comedy drama. Okay. And the other thing that's very good about it is um, having to deal with the nightmare tourists and um, <clears throat> find yourself stuck in uh, just nightmare kind of weekend jobs, dealing with families in summer... Holiday setting. So, for instance, there's one guy who's just stood outside the same theme park ride, having to listen to the same music on a loop. And I remember working in blockbuster videos and oh. the same trailers on the same TV. And we I still haven't was...
0: done the blockbuster. Oh, we need to trilogy. do that definitely. Yeah.
1: but I remember. I'm trying to remember some of the actual uh, trailers that are on at the time. That like things like Armageddon or Deep Impact. Yeah, you know, things that excited me. That Aerosmith Armageddon song. Um how's that go? Oh. Which is a lovely tune. There was also that Mariah Carey princess Princess Prince of Egypt song. I remember that being on a loop and it sent me insane. Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston did a duet together.
0: Save your blockbuster trilogy talk. We've got to do a blockbuster one, two, and three chat. Please, 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 please. Definitely. <laughs> okay, David. So Adventureland. Let's find out how many chalk ices out of five you are going to give it. Definitely a four. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> solid. Solid. So you you absolutely recommend this.
1: I think Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Kristen Stewart have got great um, on-screen chemistry. Their relationship is very real, how it becomes very intense, uh, particularly in Eisenberg's uh, mind and um, how it goes through problems. It's a a very real coming of age drama. I think the only thing I would say, I think some people might find it problematic that... um, it's very much is a reflection on reality in that there isn't much of a plot at times right. it's more of a character study I think yeah. sometimes that wouldn't keep everyone in- constantly engaged okay. but um, it's very relatable and um, yeah it's a very you can tell that it's a, it's a script that Greg Morteller wanted to do for a while you know it's from his own experiences it's very similar to Freaks and Geeks that TV show that was very big mm-hmm. um, directed by and written by Judd Apatow and Paul Rudd not Paul Rudd. Got a completely wrong name there. Um, who's the guy who who did the new Ghostbusters? Uh, this is just oh, I Okay. I just
0: <laughs> David. Just, yeah, thank you so much for this week's movie. Well, let's find out. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Here we John go. X out and Paul Tisdale, uh,
1: Paul Feig. Paul there Feig. we go. Not Paul Rudd. He's Ant Man and the New Ghostbusters. In the, well. Paul Feig directed the the female Ghostbusters and then they rebooted the Ghostbusters again, didn't they? With Jason Eitman, Ivan Eitman's uh, son, who directed the original um, Ghostbusters. And uh, that starred Paul Rudd. Sorry, that's where the confusion came from. Paul Rudd's the one, an American actor. And Paul
0: Tisdale was ex-Extra City football manager. There's a lot of Pauls out there, which is lovely to see. And Paul the Peg and Frost There's loads of pulls in the last
1: three... There really is. There's some kind of connection there, some kind of theme. Thank you very much, David, for this week's movie review. No, thank you. Thanks for listening. Sorry for my
0: bundling. Or bumbling. Can I just head upstairs to get something to eat quickly? David Edwards Movie
2: What, have you got
1: any movie tips for this week? i tell you one that, that, that's very interesting, um, which is uh, basically
0: yeah.
1: um, Paramount Plus have announced... Again. Absolutely. Once again, we're, uh, we're promoting this um, streaming service. They're going to do a sequel to Alexander Payne's election starring Reese Witherspoon's... And uh, it's not it, the original film was uh, with Matthew Broderick and Reese Witherspoon. It's a, an American comedy. It's very, very good. I would What's say my like favourite. <clears throat> election, oh, and right. it's about a, it? an American election. It was. It came out in the nineties. It was Reese Witherspoon's oh. big breakout film. She always plays a kind of like. Um, uh, who's the um, Who's the chap Who had an affair? Um. With um, his uh, God, this is I'm doing really poorly
0: today. <laughs> at
1: that! This is this is a particularly bad one. You'll have to bear with me, people. I came off a plane on Monday and I had a terrible virus, and it's left me slightly bedridden. I'm 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 strong. I'm I'm able. But um, Bill Clinton, there you go. What's Bill Clinton's wife called? Hillary. Hillary Clinton, she's based on a Hillary Clinton, Margaret Thatcher-esque teenager who is completely focused like an iron lady to win the school election. And Matthew Broderick is a high school teacher that's trying to stop her from being this kind of um, dictatorial, almost bully figure. And um, because of that, he tries to make the um, very likeable... Uh, Jock win the election instead, and it's revealed that he's actually um, pulling strings in the background as a teacher. So yeah, at the same time, no one wants Reese Witherspoon's character to win, but it's not good that an actual teacher is going to actually, you know, um, control the election uh, ballot type of thing. So there's an ongoing debate there, and it's like an American comedy, and right. they're doing a sequel to this. And uh, Paramount Plus are doing it. Reese Witherspoon's coming back as the the, uh, character, but now she's a teacher in high school. Uh, But the book, the novel it's based on, by the actual well-known writer, um, Tom uh, Perotto, Perote Perotta, Perotta, P E R R O T T A. The novel for it has already been released. The sequel's based on because <coughs> he wrote the original book, and I've read it, and it's very, very, very good.
0: Oh, okay, very um, good. Uh, <clears throat> I missed the first shard of the nu- of the news. Well, is it coming out, or they're making it? Well, they are
1: going to start making it. So the novel is out. Okay, he's written the novel. It's not like Ivan Welsh doing porno. The um, sequel to Train Spotting. Right. Um, so it's the idea of right okay the original author's done another novel let's run with this let's turn it into another film although Train Spotting 2 wasn't entirely based on porno it was just influenced by it I think Danny Boyle went in his own creative direction with it but um the book's really, very, very good. And Tom Perotto is a really good writer. I mean, he also wrote Little Children, the Kate Winslet film. He wrote Leftovers, the HBO TV series. He's an incredible writer, really, really impressive. And if you haven't seen Election, you would definitely like it, David. It's very, very good. OK. When I say American comedy, it's not American Pie. You know, it's like Alan, Alexander Payne's yeah. other films. And i tell you something else. Alexander Payne has got another film coming out which is with um, Paul Giamarchi, because um, Paul Giamarchi obviously did Sideways with, and I managed to read the script to it, it was on the internet, and the film um, is being released next year, and it's like a high school comedy once again, and it's called, um, let me find the actual title to it, Upcoming, the next one he's directing, uh, The Holdovers, and it's set in a nineteen seventies comedy, and Paul Giamatti plays a kind of grizzled, angry um, school lecturer. And um, I won't give anything away because I don't want to ruin the plot for anyone. But um, that's really good as well. So I think Alexander Payne's got some really good films on his way. I mean, those oh, are...
0: sorry, Dave. Sorry, just had a oh yes message through. Oh, it's Mandy. Oh, really? oh, what from um, Malta? Uh, Tenerife. Ten Reef, sorry let's get the
1: location correct um, bit of continuity doesn't hurt
0: right so um
1: what of what of what of, of um <clears throat> Ten Reef? how do you mean sorry I was waiting for you to tell me what's going on there oh no,
0: she just sent a photo through of her on the beach
1: what is it just like a fridge on some sand with some ocean in the background what's <clears throat> are you going to share the photo or describe it?
0: It's just—it's no big deal. It's just wearing a bikini. It's fine. Is she like a mermaid on a rock? Is she kind of like? She's just laying on a sun lounger. And she sent two photos through. One of her feet and like the sea. While well, wheels and then the sea. And the other one is just there in a, in a bikini. But she doesn't have arms, does she? She's just like a block, a metal.
1: Also, oh, how are we going to do the random generator at the end of this episode?
0: I built a mini one. What a mini Mandy? Well, not mini, it's called PP. Oh, okay. Fantastic.
1: Okay, fair enough. You're well organized. Fantastic. That's hey, brilliant. So, well, maybe PP might take over from Mandy. Why? Well, I don't know. She's more interested in selling her body. Before I left last week or her metal surfaces, before I left last week, I gave a lot of notice. We did two pods that week to make sure we'd have regular episodes coming out. She just right. swammed us off. She just goes into a Ryanair cheap deal. She doesn't come back. Swammed us?
0: Swamps. Swams. Sorry, swamp. <laughs> <Swans> <laughs> off like a swamp. Oh, well, that's what I was going to ask you. What was the last film you watched? Have you watched? Have you, <clears throat> I know you've had a virus, but have you been to cinema and watched a film that we don't know yet?
1: Um, the last film I watched which I thought was very good is Armageddon time <coughs> Armageddon time
0: um there's a lot of, there's a lot of googling on this podcast oh my god
1: it's Armageddon time did I say time Armageddon Armageddon time okay and it's
0: Armageddon by, time and it's
1: by James gray it's very very good' And um, it basically stars Jeremy Strong from Succession, Anthony Hopkins and Anna Hathaway, and it's set in 1980s New York, and it's about a young boy um, who's slightly slow, he's not amazingly, he's not disabled. But he's he's not the brightest kid in the class, and he befriends an a African-American um, student. And it's the uh, their issue within their relationship in the sense that he's with a Jewish family in New York who are very middle class. His African-American friend is very working class. And it's how they bond and they relate to each other. But at the same time, they come from different parts of the city, different families, different religious backgrounds. And um, it's how that friendship kind of evolves and develops. And he, he's, um the main boy's Jewish family. They're highly um, eccentric and very kind of uh, career orientated. And they take him out of the school where, he bond, where he's bonded with this um, this friend in the school to a sort of private school. But he still meets up with um, his friend from the different parts of the city. And Anthony Hopkins plays his granddad and the granddad tries to part wisdom to him um, and teach him about, you know, uh, race affairs in America and it's very very good film very good I was, was really this impressed. a cinema
0: release or a it streaming? was a
1: cinema release it was James Grey and James Grey is a very good director to look out for he's done some really good things um, for instance he did the science fiction film very recently with um, uh, Brad Pitt um, and also he did um, yeah Ad Astra and the uh, the Lost City of Zed the adventure film okay. Um uh, the Two Lovers, with Whacking Phoenix, which is also a good period piece romance drama. Wow. Yeah. So it's definitely worth checking out. So, okay. Are you trying to look for a film
0: yourself to watch quite soon, or? Do you know what I fancy? Uh, we got the BAFTAs next week.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, God, I you fanc- have, haven't you? Bloody hell. There's me banging on about rubbish, and you're off to the BAFTAs. How exciting is that?
0: Not banging on about rubbish. This is a pot This is our podcast. Though. Oh Who no, no, knows.
1: you're quite right. I tell you something else I watched on Netflix, which is rather good. It's all quite on, on the western. All question. All quite on the western front.
0: I want to see that. That, yeah, that I think that is, that's the next one I want to watch. Is it good? Yes, it is. Visually very impressive. Definitely very visually? Um, <clears> what about The story.
1: No. Also, story. You feel uh, a real intimate connection with a lot of the characters. And uh, have very immersive moments in amongst the action. And you think, well, war films have been filmed so many times now, you know. But they do manage to actually um,
0: film certain set pieces in,
1: in a very unique style. And this is on Netflix. It is. And it's, yeah, it's very good, definitely. Yeah, I,
0: I want to watch that. I think that's been the one sort of buzzing around in my nut. I mean, same old, same old David. It gets to the evening. I'm two, it's half past seven. Kids are in bed. I'm too tired to sit down for two hours and focus on something, so we never do. You're about to say the Baftas, though, and I interrupted you. Sorry. So, what well, I've got. Oh the no, no, I just fancy watching the films that are up for up for Baftas. Like, uh, I want to watch After Sun. Love After Sun is
1: very, very good, but the of sadness.
0: Did... I want to say oh,
1: it's a very vague in After Sun. After afterwards, I was like, Oh, you did finish <clears throat> watching it. It's quite ambiguous at the end. <coughs> paul mascal's character is very um performance is very very impressive and the young girl's very impressive the other one that's a big one that's doing very well on the british scene is blue jeans oh, isn't it? it's about it's like about a female teacher dealing with um closet homosexual in the 1980s isn't it with the sort of uh, homophobic laws surrounding having a teacher job in that period in is Ireland. it out
0: is it is it out now um, if it hasn't been released yet, it's been released any week because the reviews okay. have come out, which have been yeah. really positive. I think it won. When we were at the Biffers, I think it won a couple of things. But um, anyway, yeah, I just fancy watching. I'm going to watch that. All Quiet on the Western Front.
1: Absolutely. Um, what other ones have you have you seen? All the um, Oscar films. Obviously, you've got Top Gun Maverick. I haven't seen that. A lot of people love it. I find it. It's not in any way rubbish, but it's. It's quite bland. It's not it's not terrible. It's certainly not terrible at all. But I wasn't both of my sh- my socks didn't pop off. Do you know what I no. mean? It didn't like oh no. my god, this is this is absolutely incredible. A bit like Everything Everywhere at Once. A few years ago that wouldn't have been an Oscar movie. That'd have be been like a Charlie Kaufman Sundance movie. It, it would have started a career, certainly. <clears throat> but it wouldn't have been nominated for like, was it ten to eleven nominations? tar is obviously very good I mentioned yeah. um,
0: that one anyway come on, let's, let's motor thank you so much David for absolutely. this motor news <laughs> uh, movie news absolutely and um, quite right let's go for it
1: <laughs> no no let's go let's keep focus David Edwards Random Movie Generator
0: So, David, my favourite bit. I say it every time it probably irritates people, but I can't help but get excited. It's time for PP to wake up. There we go. You're right, PP. PP is
1: good. There we go. a More upbeat, kind of less cynical attitude. is <laughs> good. You're the cynical one, aren't you? I am, because PP's fresh new blood, and uh, she's here to sort of, you know, get involved. He. He, sorry, he, Sorry, I got the gender right.
0: Okay, so PP is wearing away in the background. This is where you get to choose three movies randomly Can I think? and then blindfoldedly choose um, the movie to review next week. Okay, excited. I was glad you got Adventureland last time because you wanted to watch it. Absolutely. You're up for it. So, let's hope we find you a, f- a good movie to watch for the next episode. So, I've got the genre for the first movie uh, all ready to go, so please tell Pee-Pee... Take your time as well, David. You never know. Please tell Pee-Pee when to stop. Stop. Animation.
1: Okay, that's good. Nothing wrong with animation.
0: And the genre of the first movie, please tell PP when to stop. Stop. 1970s.
1: A bit worrying with animation.
0: And we generate. We've got four movies here. Please tell PP when to stop spinning the four movies. Press the button. Pete's Dragon.
1: Yeah, that's a bit of a problematic one. (laughs) I remember that being very, I don't know, I could be wrong, quite simplistic. They remade it, didn't they, into a live-action film a few years ago. I think that's supposed to be rather good, but I don't know if the original animated one is. It's Disney, isn't it?
0: God, I really want you to watch Pete's Dragon. Oh, flippin' out!
1: The live-action one came out, I think, about five or six years ago, by the director who did... um, the Green Knight, and that's right. to be very good. But uh, right. the okay, one, let's let's,
0: let's choose the uh, second the genre of the second movie. Take your time, please. Tell Pipi when <coughs> to stop. Stop. Fine. Okay. And the decade of the second movie, please. Stop. Nineteen nineties.
1: That's got potential.
0: Okay. So it's crime and it's 1990s. Let's generate PP. Four movies. PP is generated. Please tell PP when to stop spinning those four movies. Hit the button. Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery.
1: There we go. It's a long, long, long time since I've seen that. That would be very interesting to watch game with new eyes. I've never seen it. You've never seen no. it, what any of the Austin no. Powers? No.
0: Well, I mean, David, you I'm been, terrible with movies. I'm terrible.
1: You would have been quite out of the pop culture loop during the early millennium, the early yeah. noughties, because, I mean, that's all people are knocking on about, Austin I
0: know. Powers. I know. I've
1: <coughs> <coughs> never seen it. That's, um. yeah, God, that... I guess... But you would have probably understood who Uncertain Powers was. And yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I was like, oh, it's that, it's that thing. Okay. So not a Mike Myers fan at all. Just don't know. I've never seen the other thing he did. What about Wayne's World? Did you ever never watch seen that? that? Never watched Wayne's World. <laughs>
1: God, I mean, it's one of those things where I wouldn't say I've um, completely enamoured by it, but without even knowing it, my eyeballs were dragged to a screen to watch a Mike Myers film. Do you know what I mean? It's just like.
0: I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay, it's not Le- a
1: bad thing. You've survived. You're still here. You've got f- two arms and two legs and two eyes. And you're, you know, you're, you're wandering. You're not in jail, are you? Do you know what I mean? So it's nothing no. wrong.
0: Okay. Please choose the genre of the third movie. Stop. Family. Okay. <clears throat> and the decade, please. The third movie. Stop. Two thousands, and we generate. PP, please generate. For movies, PP is generated. Please tell PP when to stop.
1: Press the button. Hoodwinked. What's that one about? I've never heard about that.
0: Lippy, now I'm not so sure about your uh, choices this What's week. What's hoodwinked about? That's David Ogden Steers, Anne Hathaway, Glenn Close, Jim Belushi, Hoodwinked.
1: Is that an animated film? Or is it? Yeah, actually? yeah.
0: Two thousand and five. Never heard of that. Little Red Riding Hood, a classic story. But there's more to every tale that meets the eye. So, is it animated or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All oh, right, it's animated, so. right? Okay. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, it's. So, David, Peter Dragon, we've what got Pete's Dragon, Hoodwinked. Or Austin Powers
1: I any like, of those wouldn't be um, I guess Austin Powers out of all of them bloomin' it! what can you I do I really
0: want you to come on next week and having to review <laughs> Flippin' hell that is gonna be 18 sittings to get through Pete's Dragon you might like it. It might be great. I mean, it's supposed to be a classic,
1: isn't it? It's, yes, I don't know. It? It's, it's hardly um, the you might be
0: like, this is actually excellent. Okay, here know. we go. So we've given uh, the films an A and a B and a C. And it's now down to you, David, to choose which movie you are going to re- review next week.
1: see pete's dragon oh my lord
0: there we go goodness <coughs> and goodness, i tell you goodness goodness i can man. i can actually put this if you don't believe me I'll, I'll put it into the uh i'll put it into the chat in case you think i'm who is I'm, pete and what is a dragon you.
1: that is um that is going to be an I'm, I'm looking at it now pete's dragon pete's dragon Rotten Tomatoes. What am I dealing with here people? You sure it's not the live action one? No, it's the No, old.
0: no, it's the old one. Nineteen seventy seven. Nineteen seventy seven. Flippity skip. Um Can I tell you how long it is? How long? Two hours and eight minutes. You are that no
1: that <coughs> That can't be the case, is that?
0: It looks great. I'm can't just looking at hour, it. It can't
1: be two hours and eight it's minutes. It's two
0: hours and eight minutes. His name is Elliot. He's twenty foot high, forty foot long. He can become invisible at the drop of that. And spew head red hot flames. In fact, there's only one way to bring this awesome beast under control. Oh, it's a Grab his tummy. It looks good.
1: Uh, critic uh, consensus, boring and slow. This is a lesser Disney work through the animation isn't with though the animation. Uh, Is it without its charm? Well, we'll see. I'll be glazing my... I'll be um, hitting my eyeballs on this today. Uh, Don Chavary, Ron Miller. I'm I do realise it was live It
0: looks fantastic. It looks great.
1: We will give it a go, Captain. What more can you do? Two hours well, and 14 minutes. Bloody hell, that's, that's almost like Ben-Hur length. How much <laughs> and a drag can Peter the Dragon get up to for two hours?
0: God. I reckon, right, anyway, thank you so much for this week's David. You've had a cough. You're slightly under the weather. Thank you for doing this.
1: No, thank you. And I'm looking forward to Peter's Dragon. ongoing going with a... Pete. a, a Pete. Pete's Dragon. Let's be focused.
0: Not Peter, Pete. Are you up for answering some Patreon questions quickly? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Oh, good fun. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. No, thank and for you. And sorry for the Googling. Very unprofessional. No, not at all. Uh, thank you for downloading and whatnot. And please tell your friends, please subscribe. Please Massively like. Simply so. Please, uh, I don't know, leave comments. And, and what, we'll what, reveal to what works.
1: extent Peter, Pete, and the dragon bombs and create some kind of, you know, platonic relationship through the years. Yeah. Thank you, David. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Random movie generator. Random movie generator, Random movie generator, Random movie generator.